Yerp. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's going on? Um, Skeevy Delicious. I'm Blotitious. You are back. I am here. If it's your first time here, welcome. We're gonna be family, I hope. Okay, I don't want to waste any time because I have a lot to say today. Okay, so today I want to talk about your business endeavors and why your family and friends do not support you. I need to start off by saying I have been a freelance designer for over a decade. Um, so I'm coming from a place of very pointed experience. Now, I had to learn a very valuable lesson when it came to my friends and my family supporting my business or not supporting my business. Sometimes because I'm human, I'm going to slip up. And even though you learn a lesson, that lesson may drop, you know, out of your immediate sights. I had to learn that sometimes when people ignore whatever it is that you have going on it may not be them making a conscious decision to ignore your work sometimes they may not really realize or understand that they are needed they don't know that they are an integral part of your business for one for two a lot of times people aren't even aware that you're doing anything I tried to talk to somebody recently about her business and I told her, I said, you don't do a whole lot of promoting. You don't do a whole lot of marketing. And I noticed it because I don't do a whole lot of promoting and marketing of my own work. So I had to really compare myself to her in that way so that she could understand what I meant. You might feel like, Oh my goodness, I'm doing all of this work because you are doing all of that work. It doesn't mean everybody sees everything that you do, especially when you are promoting on social media. Let's take Facebook. Facebook runs on an algorithm and that algorithm isn't always going to show you the latest thing that somebody shared. And okay, my Facebook has about 500 friends on it and I really only see maybe three or four people consistently every single day so I may not you might have a whole lot of things going on and I never even saw it because I didn't think to and it wasn't intentional it wasn't me saying let me ignore what this person is doing it was I logged on to Facebook I scrolled for a little bit I watched a couple of cool cat videos Oh, look, there's a cute gift. Awesome. There's a meme I saw on Twitter eight months ago. There's, you know, dancing babies. Some horrific story about the president. Oh, my God, the world is going to shit. Let me update my status and get the fuck out of here. And that's that. Then you get on Twitter. Twitter runs a very similar way. You are not going to see everybody you follow all the time and I'm not going to think to myself well I wonder if you know Gina Smith is starting a new business let me just go look at her timeline just to check you never know 
I don't know that. Tag me in some shit. Let me know. Reach out to me. Send me a text. Send me uh, an email. Send out a mass email that is a branded, real life, true to your business email. And I'm going to say, oh my goodness, girl, what are you doing? That's amazing. If you get no feedback from me, come to me directly. Call me on the phone and say, hey, I got this new thing going on and I would really love your support. It means a lot to me if you would do this because insert whatever reason you really need my help so that I know that you're not just soliciting me. I want to know that I actually matter to your business. Um, Instagram. Instagram doesn't show you things in the order in which that they were posted. You might see the very first thing in your Instagram feed is from two damn days ago. And then the next thing might be from 10 minutes ago. I don't like that they do that. Um, I understand the process, but I just don't agree with it. It's not really my wave. I think it's ridiculous, but it is what it is. So it doesn't hurt for you to maybe write my name in the comments or tag me in the photo. If I don't want to be tagged in it, I can remove the tag, but get my attention. Sometimes you got to tug on people's sleeve and say, Hey, look over here. It's not personal. Another reason your friends and family may not be supporting your business is because they, let's keep it real. They don't care. They just, they don't care. And it's not personal against you. It's not, I don't like you. It's just that there's nothing about your business that interests them. You may not be their target audience. Why is your family automatically your target audience? They're consumers just like anybody else. You just happen to be related to them or be friends with them or, you know, whatever. Um, if my business is handbags and jewelry and hair adornments, I'm not going to expect, you know, my Uncle Willie to be, you know, a huge fan of me. I'm not going to expect him to encourage me and buy my product and share my product because it's not something that he's even remotely interested in. He's an older man. I mean, and his wife is an older woman and I don't have anything to offer them. Why would I be upset if they're not, you know, directly supporting me? I understand that, yeah, your family, but when you have a large family like I do, everybody can't be directly involved in everything that you do. You have to have separation between what you do and what your family does. And what happens is when you depend on your friends and your family to be your biggest business supporters, you burden them with the responsibility of taking care of your business. And that's not fair. What happens is, in the event that your business fails, you're not going to look at yourself. You're going to look at your family and say, y'all didn't support me. Y'all didn't do this for me. Y'all didn't do that for me. Y'all didn't help me. Y'all didn't repost my stuff or retweet it or whatever. And there's people who don't retweet, like, or repost things because they have a very carefully curated social media experience. And that's fine. It may be their job. It may be their religion. It may be a security clearance. It, there's a myriad of things that could have caused them to not share your stuff. 
You cannot burden them with that responsibility. You cannot make them be your cheerleader on the internet. It's not fair to them. And that brings me to another point. When you assume that your family and your friends are obligated to support your stuff, you are framing it as though they owe you. And they don't. They don't owe you anything. Nobody owes you anything. That is why when you start a business, you make sure that you get with a professional that can help you market and brand your business. When people come to me and they say, yeah, I want to do you know, a branding project for this new thing I'm doing, I start asking them the necessary questions to help them brand themselves so that they can appeal to strangers, to people who do not know them. The purpose of starting your own business is so that people that do not know you can come to you and use your business however your business is to be used. If you sell things, you want strangers to buy things from you. Why would you want all of your customers to be your family? What does that say about your business? What does that say about what you have to offer if all of your clients or all of your customers are people who know you already? Because then, now you look like a charity case. If you put up a poster board with a picture, everybody just bought something from you, and they're all people you've known your whole life or since you was five, or people related to you, what does that say about your business? Everybody who utilizes you are people who know you. You look like a charity case. You look like they pitied you, so they bought things from you. Your business is not Girl Scout cookies. You got to do better than that. I had to learn and accept that sometimes people who care about you will not care about your business because they just don't. Um, they may not be able to afford. Another reason your friends and your family may not be supporting your business is because they can't afford whatever it is that you do or you have. I had a friend who owned a small boutique and she sold shoes. All of the shoes she sold were more higher end and she ended up having to close her store. Her business did fail um, for a lot of reasons. Some of them were not her fault, but when her business closed, she did say that nobody supported her. And I told her, I said, listen, you sell $300 shoes. You hang around like $60 shoe type people. You can't really expect single moms and college students and regular Joes who go to a nine to five. We're not buying $300 shoes all the time. We might buy them here and there, but you're expecting us to come in every time we get paid. And ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got money for that. Not to mention, you're not always going to like what people are selling. If I come into your shop and you've got fresh off the runway joints happening, I'm not really going to be interested in that because I'm a jeans and t-shirt type of woman. I'm, you know, yoga pants and t-shirts and leggings and tank tops. Like that's the type of stuff that I'm interested in. So I tend to spend a lot of time in sandals and flats and sneakers and, you know, casual like loafers and boat shoes and things like that. I'm not looking to wear heels. 
I got bad knees. I'm not putting nobody heels on. It's not going to happen. Sorry, not sorry. So if you're selling $300 heels in your, in your store and you don't have anything that I can wear, no, I'm not going to shop there. It's expensive and you don't have anything that appeals to me. You can't get mad at me for not supporting your business when your business does not appeal to me. I mean, nobody in my family has purchased my services because nobody in my family has an actual reason to. So I'm not upset at them and I'm not going to say, hey, y'all don't support me. Because why would you come to me? What do you need branding for? What do you need a website for? What do you need a logo for? Nothing. Nothing. So there's no reason for you to actually support my business. If I was running a store that sold, I don't know, um, things that smell good. Incense, candles, room sprays, things of that nature. I might, if I have an online store, I might expect my family to get their smell good things from me online. Because everybody's going to need those things. But if I'm selling bags and jewelry, I'm not going to expect my dad to be like, yeah, let me go to work and tell everybody to buy your stuff out of your store. No, that's craziness. Because he's a guy. And he would sound like he's selling Girl Scout cookies if he went to his friends and said, I don't need to buy a bag, but your wife might need to buy a bag. So go ahead to my baby store and buy your wife a bag. It doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. And like I said, some people just don't care. I've had to accept that. It is very hurtful to watch my friends buy other people's shit. And support other people's businesses and have other people do work for them and not even consider me. That hurts. It really does. But I've had to accept that they don't owe me anything and that a lot of times business and friendships really should not mix. So I don't feel a way when they go to somebody else. When they come to me, I do feel good because it means that they want me to be a part of whatever it is that they're doing. But they are not obligated to do that. And when they don't, I don't feel a way. And I remind myself, they still love you. They care about you. They are still your friend. They do a very good job of doing the verb of being a friend. So it's unfair for me to come at them as if they are being unsupportive. And I think it's fair to really ask ourselves... Did I brand my business in a way that I can use without the crutch of my friends and my family? Is it fair to say you may not have? I think it is. A lot of people start these small businesses and they start off, you know, on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, um, Etsy and these small websites and their businesses aren't really unique enough to draw the eye. When that is the case, you have to find something special about you to sell people. There's a lot of people who go and they get these large bulk orders of things from like AliExpress and um, these like small um, Asian 
warehouses out of these um, wholesale books and now everybody sells hair and everybody sells you know these little novelty items pins and t-shirts and socks and cute bags and there's like a lingerie thing where people are everybody's selling lingerie now um and that's fine but what sets you apart from everybody else why should i buy it from you and not you know uh kim down the street why should i buy it from you and not rachel over yonder like i don't know what's making your business any different and when you look at your logo when you look at your online identity is it consistent does it fit does it flow or did you just open up a free version of photoshop and type some cute letters in there and bam that's your logo you didn't invest in yourself and i'm noticing this more and more ever since i first saw this meme on i think it was twitter or facebook but it listed all of these things that celebrities are doing Oh, so-and-so has a perfume and so-and-so has a clothing line. Y'all support them, but you don't support me. And I thought about it and I said, you know what? What is making all of these small businesses so forgettable? They don't have any branding. And this isn't even an advertisement for my services. By all means, if you need me, let me know. But you're not branding your business and it's not consistent. That means you're not investing in your business. All you did was buy product that's it that's not investing in your business that's part of your startup cost but it's not you investing in your brand that's not building a brand and I can't feel sorry for you not getting the business that you want or not getting the business that you think you deserve when you are not branding yourself when you are not branding your business when you are not paying attention to the little tedious details that come along with running a business like paying attention to your social media actually getting things printed out and giving them to people business cards flyers cards thank you cards referral cards coupons anything like that you don't have those things because you just thought i'm gonna buy this stuff from aliexpress i'm gonna put it on instagram bam we in business no you're not paying attention to the details that is a big reason why your family cannot pay attention to your business because you're not paying attention to your business. And it's important to remember why you started that business. It's important to remember what it is about that business that was important to you. If it was just to make money, you're probably in business for all of the wrong reasons. It's important to remember your passion is your priority. If you're not in that business because you're passionate about it, you might want to just hop right back out. And remember that life is short. It's too short to mull over why your friends and your family aren't paying attention to the things that you are passionate about. It's your passion, not theirs. And understand and recognize that they really may not understand why this is so important to you. And it's not your job to go to everybody individually and say, hey, these things are super important to me. I'm going to list why and tell you why you should pay attention to them. That's not your job. That's taking away and completely distracting you from building a really great business. You could be working on branding, working on marketing, working on building your inventory or your clientele or whatever it is that you do. Focus on that. Forget the fact that 
your cousins and your siblings may not be pressed to utilize your business and your friends may not want to utilize your business. Go focus on your business and just tell them, look, I'll see y'all later. I'm, this business is really important to me. I'm trying to get it off the ground. I got to focus in order to do that. And maybe it'll come to them. Um, some people are insecure to new things. They may have no idea what it is that you're doing. And it may be something that's so foreign to them that they're uncomfortable immersing themselves in it. Once they start seeing you pay more attention to your business, they may get curious and say, hey, what is this? Like, tell me about this. I want to know what, what it is that you're doing. Give them an opportunity to warm up to whatever it is that you're doing. They should not be your key audience. And remember that you don't need them to run a business. This is maybe, you know, a dozen people. It might even be 20 or 30 people, 40 or 50 even. That's a small drop in the bucket compared to how many, you know, clients or customers or, you know, wh whoever that you could potentially have paying attention to your business. Never forget that they're just a few people in a sea of faces. And you can't please everyone. Like I said, some people just won't like your business or they won't be interested in it. You could be the juiciest peach. And it's always going to be somebody who does not like peaches. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to let you sit with that. If you have questions about branding or marketing, you can actually hire me for a consultation session. If you would like to talk about the show, you have questions, concerns, comments, suggestions, please feel free to reach out to me, skeevydelicious.com, skeevydelicious on Twitter. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or both. I'm everywhere. You ain't never there. But you are invited. So we're going to be family. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I hope you come back next week and share with me. Bye.